You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Exciting morning. It is a Winner's Wednesday, and today on our Winner's Circle, we've got none either than Ubabu Pili Silekane, one of the most world-renowned coaches, uh, facilitators, and motivational speaker. Good morning, good morning, Ntate. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? We're good. We can't Super complain. Excited. Yes, 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 indeed we are. Um, I think maybe let's just get into the conversation. Um, for people that don't know you and maybe hearing your voice for the first time, if you were to describe yourself to them in maybe three um, <laughs> words or phrases, um, what would you say you are? Well, I am a man who inspires people and organizations to want to be the best that they can and give them the tools to shift the transformation into actions that give them results. Mm-hmm. Mm. You have uh, worked around the world in Tatapili. You've done so much. But before we get into even that, because today's conversation, we want to speak to you about unlocking the winner's mindset in our young people. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, we want to tap into your own story, where you grew up. When did you find this fire within yourself? So can you just take us back to a young Billy before, <laughs> like walking down the streets? Uh, That's like 100 years ago. Yes. <laughs> Let's do you said it, not us. <laughs> You're looking good for 100 years. <laughs> Let's dive into that. Please take us on the journey. And when did you find that there was something different about you? And what made you decide that I'm going to be, I'm going to say yes to my dream and this voice that I have? Well, I think it, it, it began at a very early age. No, I was telling a friend of mine that my first business, I started at the age of nine or so, you know. Mm. So I was born in Tembisa. And, uh, you know, at the time that I was born, it was during the dark days of our country, mm. you know, apartheid and all those kind of things. And in that time, poverty was our lot, you know? Mm. And certainly a lot of people had, had accepted that uh, that's what our life was going to be all about. But I, for some crazy reason, was in defiance in the sense that... Uh, I, I did not believe that uh, what we were going through at the time was actually the definition of what our life was going to be about. Mm. So my curiosity, so I was a curious guy from a very early age. Mm. And the biggest question that I used to ask was why? Let me mm. just give you an example. When, uh, when we couldn't eat chicken willy-nilly, but other people would eat chicken any other time. Mm. I would ask the question why? You know, mm. why, why, why is it difficult for us to eat chicken? We have to eat it once in a while while other people eat it at, a, at ease, you know? Mm. So that, mm. that, that sense of curiosity of always wanting to ask why. What mm. means to a journey where, and at that time in, 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 in Tembisa, you had three choices growing up as a young person. Mm. You either became an activist. Yes. Or became a fact, mm-hmm. <laughs> or became a nothing. <laughs> wow! And we because sh- the choices are quite. <laughs> yeah, I like the. Fact I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, we wanted to know <laughs> which, which one did you choose? <laughs> <laughs> now you want you want you want to you want to unleash the hawks on me. <laughs> <laughs> so 
let's get to okay. So you made a choice of one of the three mm-hmm. that you had, and what was the turning point? Well, I, well, I made I made a very unlikely choice mm. mm-hmm. because I mean, like I said, I started my first business at nine, so I was always the kind of guy that says there are ways that one can make money and still be happy. Mm. And the only way to do that was to find what society needed and 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 close that gap, and eventually you get paid. Mm. But the funny thing was because I was young and there were no young people doing business, I remember people used to call me a crook. They say, hey, when one of that child, I take a crook, you know, because mm. I wasn't in. <laughs> you know, so I used to come up with plans and all kinds of things to make money. And at that time, society would frown upon me and say, he's young, how can he be doing this, you know? I'm down a low, crook, man, it's man. Mm. But I did not, it, it was not like the Tandy man. I used to see gaps. Mm. I would close those gaps and then the tenant want something. Mm. You know, mm. and so I grew up with that kind of hungry, searching, finding solution kind of attitude. You know. Yes, and today because I mean it's Youth Month <coughs> and we're chatting about you know unleashing <coughs> winners within young people. Basically, um, what do you feel are I don't know if I'm going to call them elements or there are things that cause young people within society to to not <coughs> win or even if it's what they thinking, whatever it might be. But what do you think are those things that hinder young people? people from actually becoming the winners that they ought to be? I think one of the critical things that hinders young people, especially in South Africa, is the sense of entitlement. Mm. Now, a lot of young black South Africans have got this massive illusion that somebody out there owes them something mm. and that they don't have to do anything and they must be given this thing. Yeah. But this is a double-edged It's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Let me explain to you what I mean is a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It's not only the youth to blame, but if you look at my generation, guys my age with our children, mm. we grew up very, very deprived. We had nothing, we had to work hard. Now we started having money, started having businesses and stuff like that. So we did one of the biggest cardinal mistakes that people could do. We started buying for our children what we grew up not having mm. instead, of te- instead of teaching our children what we did not know. Mm. You see? Mm. Oh, wait, 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 okay. wait, okay, no, no. It almost passed us, but we caught it on time. You, we, you, Let me repeat it. Yes. We started buying things for our children, mm. which we did not have, yes. which was a mistake, instead of teaching them what we did not know. Yes, yes. And, and that buying of stuff mm. then increased the sense of entitlement mm. where they felt that we owed them. You know, mm. like we all to do things for them, you know? Mm. Mm. And that's the challenge that we have at the moment. I want a un- lot of young people. Yeah. I want to unpack a little bit of uh, the what the teaching of that which you did not know, mm-hmm. because that also yes. comes with the knowledge of saying that you you now know that you did not know, mm-hmm. but now you know. So yeah. what do you think is the gap? Uh, where does, where's the um, gap in the skills transfer and the knowledge transfer? What well, becomes the, gap the hindrance, is, yes. The gap is looking at, at education in a very myopic way. Mm. When I'm saying myopic, in the sense that people say, go to school, get a degree, and go look for a job. Mm. Unfortunately, that's not how the world operates now. Mm. The, world, the world wants solutions. Mm. So the world has got a lot of problems. So people are not going to pay you money just to show up with a degree. Mm. People will pay you money because you can add value. Come on. You know? Mm. So, for, and, and a lot of people don't know this about me, but those who know, they know. I don't have a degree. I don't have a diploma. I don't mm. have any fancy mm-hmm. paper to show, but I was able to build a global business. Mm. 
I was able to work with top CEOs from around the world, I still do, mm-hmm. based on the fact that I realized that uh, I am not in any way uh, dissing formal education, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. formal education has its limitations. Yes. In the sense that what I've said, people are then obsessed with getting a degree more than learning a skill that can add value. Mm. So this obsession degrees means, I'll give an example. If you look at artisans, you know, guys who, you know, who build stuff, who yes. mm-hmm. break layers, uh, you know, cheetahs and tenors and those kind of guys. Our young people, when you tell them to learn that, they will, they will, they will scoff up. They will look at you and think, are you crazy? Mm. Because they were told they want to have a degree, get a nice job, buy a new car, mm. live in a townhouse. Mm. But those guys, plumbers, artisans, they make more money than a lot of guys with degrees. Mm. So we have to change the narrative of education in this country. Mm. We have to change the way that people look at education because if we look at education and behave around education the way that our parents did, we're going to encounter the same problem. Let me give an example. If a child goes to his mother or, or her mother says, I want to become a baker, not mm. a lawyer. Mm. The mother's going to go, hey, mm. but here's the funny thing. That same woman watches the cake boss every other evening. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> or even where's who you're going to some cake. The cake yeah. boss yeah. is a multi-multi-millionaire mm-hmm. who's doing something that he is passionate about and it is his gift. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And until we understand, go to the world now. Does not need people with pieces of paper, but wants people who can add value. Mm-hmm. And adding value begins from the intention. So I, I like to say to people that we, we, no, no one of us is an accident. Mm-hmm. We were all born intentional. Mm. So your responsibility is to search for that intention. Sure. And mm. once you find that intention, then you set your life on fire, mm-hmm. mm. and you you will you you will you will you will be surprised how beautiful the world is, and you think, oh my God, things have changed. Mm. But no, things haven't changed. Things have always been the way they are. But you were not open yet mm. to see, because you were still blinded by the definition of education and life based mm. on very small trajectory and not looking at a much bigger picture because mm-hmm. we you know if you look at if you look at the covid sure. what covid has done yeah mm. i always say to people there's the negative part of covid but there's a positive part of covid which sadly i don't think we have learned from it mm. because what covid has done it created what i call a it dematerialized the world and made us all equal yes. in the sense mm. that when we were locked down it did not matter whether you, you had a BMW 740, 840. <laughs> it was Nobody cared. <laughs> it was in the garage. Yes. Yes. Whether you were CEO, you were CFO, you were whatever, nobody cared because your kids called you mom and dad. Mm. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Whether you, whether you had that uh, beautiful Ooh. black card that you, you, you show when you go to dinner parties, whatever, you couldn't show it anywhere because we were all locked in the houses. Mm. We were not going to restaurants. Yes. So in, this, in that time of lockdown, the world had to go through a reset. Mm-hmm. And that reset is still happening as we speak. Yes. Mm. Now, 
what the world demands of us, it has taught us one thing, which, like I'm saying, I hope that people have learned. Mm-hmm. It, it has taught us that we have to go back to humanity. And going back to humanity goes back to the expression of the Godhood inside of us. Mm-hmm. When I'm saying the Godhood inside of us, if you go and read scripture in the book of Genesis 1, 26, mm. uh, it says, God says, let's make man in our image and likeness and give him dominion. Mm-hmm. So we were made in the likeness and image of God and we were given the power to dominate. The word dominion it means to dominate. Mm. But the word dominion doesn't operate on its own. Mm-hmm. It comes from the word kingdom. Mm. So you cannot be own a domain unless you are a king or a queen. Mm. So we were made kings and queens in the beginning. Mm. And we became greedy, disobedient, and we lost it. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I think COVID was saying to us, go back to humanity, mm. go back to your, to your true intention. Mm. But I think people don't get it. Mm. Sadly, sure. I think we, 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 people don't get it. We're going to sell a little bit. We're going to play an ad or two. And then when we come back from the ad, we just want to touch a little bit on, you know, you spoke about uh, the reset button of COVID. So people, yeah. we are, the, the stats just about a week or two ago uh, came out that the unemployment rate for the young people has gone extremely high up. So we want to speak about some yeah. of the things that you as a thinker, as a global thinker, what are the other tools and things that we can identify as opportunities and take advantage of as young people in 2021. If you're just tuning in, okay. we're in conversation with Ndate Billy Slekan, and uh, he's an international motivational speaker, businessman, coach, and facilitator. If you've got any questions, send them through to our WhatsApp line 067-153-1089, and he will be answering because it's not every day that you speak to legends. So uh, take advantage of that. My strength is for protection, not harm. My words to build, not shatter. My resources to uplift, not exploit. Hope Alive Radio condemns and stands against all forms of gender-based violence. No human life should suffer at the hands of another. Together, let's stop this pandemic, eroding our society and humanity. Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future. take your business to the next level advertise on hope alive radio and reach customers around the world call us on 011-976-0600 or visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za alternatively you could email info at hopealiveradio.co.za for more information act now and get more clientele 23 minutes past uh, the hour eight, we are in conversation with Billy Selekan, and we are speaking today about uh, unlocking a winner's mindset in the young generation. Yes, and Dr. Billy, are you still with us? I am. Yes. Thank you. So you're speaking about lessons, you know, that school is not able to teach you or the education system is not able to um, to teach you because it has its limitations. What lessons yeah. have you learned, you know, from your walk in life that you feel young people can take those lessons and learn from them as well? 
Well, uh, I think one of the one of the things that I, I, I say to people, I say, our eyes are our worst enemy most of the time. Mm-hmm. Because most people want to live their life based on what they see, and what they see is what they want. Mm-hmm. Now, now there are two philosophies in, in life. There's the Thomas philosophy, which is I want to see first before I believe. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Paul philosophy. Paul says, believe first and then you will see. Mm-hmm. Now, young people have to consistently work on their belief system. Mm. This is not external, it's an internal thing. Mm. And when I'm talking about belief system, I'm saying, remember I said earlier on, we were all born intentional. Mm. None of us was born as an accident. So therefore, as a young person, you've got to look at your life and say, what was God's intention about me? Why did he choose for me to be born in this generation, in this race, in this gender, in this color, in this country, in this continent? Mm. And, and that's a deep, and deep, profound question because if you don't ask yourself that question, you're then going to live your life externally, which means your life will be driven by what I call external stimulation. Mm-hmm. And external stimulation is to see somebody driving a car, you think, I want that car. Mm. It's to see somebody living in a particular place and say, I want to live in that place. But is, 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 is you and God's will incongruent? Is God's will for your life and your will and your intention for your life the same? Mm. And if it's not the same, it does not matter who you know, it does not matter how connected you are, the doors and the gates are not opening. Mm. Because you are, you are moving away from his will, following the weakness of your flesh, your eyes, because your eyes can see things. So you follow your eyes instead of following your inner being, that authenticity that's inside of you. So I don't want to sound philosophical, but let me give an example. Mm. Yes, we've got over 50% youth unemployment and all all the statistics. Mm -hmm. Now, if you travel in Tembisa, Ivory Park, everywhere else, you will see on the side of the road there are Abu Mama, Batengsa, Mkhodi, Nama, and Togan, whatever. Okay? Now, you'll be surprised at how much they turn over in a day, in a week, in a month. Mm. Mm. Unbelievable money. But if you have to take a young girl or a young boy from Tembisa, and say to them, while the economy is still reshaping itself, mm. people still need to eat, but people need to eat the things that they can afford. And the things that they can afford mm. in Yaman, Mkhodu, you know, whatever. Mm. I will give you seed capital, I'll give you 5000 whatever, mm. to start this business, and you'll pay me when you, your business picks up. I can tell you now, 100%, very few young people will say yes to that proposition. Mm-hmm. You understand? So mm-hmm. therefore... Even if opportunities are looking at us in the face, in our face, we are unable to, to, to governize them and, and to take them as an opportunity in transit. Mm-hmm. Because all of us, we did not get where we are overnight. We had mm-hmm. to go through some paths. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you had to divert a little bit and do the peace job and do that until your intention and you met and God's will and your will became the same and suddenly there was this explosion in front of your life. Mm. Now, there's a company that I want to make mention of. I don't know if I'm going to be breaking the rules. Mm, no, go it's ahead. A company <laughs> called, it's, a company, it's a company called We Buy Cars. You guys mm-hmm. know. Yes, yes, yes. Started by two brothers over 20 years ago. Two brothers. Mm. Started out in a little plot in, in, in Pretoria around Mendlin. Worked very hard. 20 years down the line, that company's worth 40 billion. Mm. It was a 20-year journey. 
persevering, mm. getting no's, struggling, mm-hmm. being unable to pay employees. But the, their intention was clear. They came with an amazing model. We'll buy your car, prepare it, and sell it to somebody else cheap and whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's. So their intention and God's intention met. But the path had to be. You know, if you look at the journey between uh, 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 Egypt and Israel, it's 623 kilometers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from Egypt to Israel. But it took the Israelites 40 years. Mm-hmm. Why? Because God wanted the right people to get to the promised land, not everybody. Mm-hmm. So the tests were happening, the drought, all of those things. And, there, and then some of them were complaining, yeah, but in Egypt it was better, we were eating and whatever. Mm-hmm. And those that were always, always thinking back, where they came from never made it to the promised land mm-hmm. because and and you can make an analogy of a car when you're driving a car you're sitting in front of the of the steering wheel your rear mirror is small mm. your windscreen is big mm. so you, your your past is, is just a reflection mm. and a, a point of reference your future is openness is as open as you want it to be mm. now certainly most people look at their history as the future mm. and the future as their history mm. you know mm. so we are faced with these tough circumstances. I mean, our business, we had to retrench people, we had to close our offices. We had to rethink. Mm. But in, in all of this, I, I kept saying to my, to my guys, don't panic. Mm. And they say, but why you say don't panic? And I say, you know, God is not an accidental God. God does not allow things to happen for no reason. Mm. Everything has a plan, you know? Mm. And if you, if you allow fear to engulf you, you will not see the future. Mm. Dr. Billy, I want to touch on a, a little bit back again to the issue of com- uh, education. You spoke about the educational mm. system not working. So somebody might be asking themselves today that says, I've been in the educational system for about 23, 24 years. That means it's 23, yeah. 24 years of learning to prepare for the office. What do I yeah. need to do to unlearn that so that I can tap into this entrepreneurial, be able to see the opportunities around me, be able to see my skill set, not just as a degree to get the job, but as a a, a, a a degree that says I'm knowledgeable about something and I can use that to diversify my income. What can a person do to, what's, what does it, do they need to do to just switch off their mind into a different direction? <laughs> you know, I've got, I've, uh, my youngest boy is nine years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he goes to this school. I will not mention the name because I think it's a scam. They're costing us too much money and just delivering our average stuff. Mm-hmm. So now when I travel, I take him with me. And then, you know, sometimes the school says, oh, he was not here for two days. Can you write us a letter where he was? I said, I don't have to write you a letter. Because where he was with me, he learned more than all of you because you're in the same place, meeting the same people, drinking the same coffee, in the same staff room. Mm. So your environment Exposure, yeah. can trap you. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to open yourself up. And opening yourself up, it means, you know, there's a song that a lot of people like to sing, but I don't think they understand the depth of that song. Mm-hmm. It's called I Surrender. Mm. People sing it with their mouths, but not with their hearts. Mm. When, you use the word, when you use the word surrender, it means you understand that there's a much more powerful, higher power in charge of your life. Mm. And the day that you get out of the way a little bit, the day that you say to this higher power, to God, and say, God, I now surrender because I don't think my plans are working. So now I want you to guide my path. Magic begins to happen, you know. So a lot of young, and you know, and, and by the way, you, if you look at the educational system again, people mm. are not taught to think, they are taught to remember. Yes. 
you you study, then you write an exam for, for three hours and you get <laughs> 49, 50, whatever, mm-hmm. and then they give you a degree. Yes. But you are taught to remember and you are not taught to think. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we need to shift our environment. Now, we, we are in the age of the internet. Mm. We, are, we are in the age where there's no world that, the world has become borderless. Mm. So the availability of content and data, mm. it's just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. So in this time and age, the ignorant can only blame themselves because the, 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 the thought and, 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 and the creation has just opened up. Mm-hmm. You want to learn how to, how to use a video camera, go to YouTube, you'll get a, a, a video that tells you to do that. Mm-hmm. You want to learn how to become, to become a plumber, go to YouTube, to become a pilot, become a hairdresser. So there's nothing, absolutely nothing that you cannot want to learn and find free content. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying free, and I'm not saying free, free lousy content. I'm saying free, Powerful, powerful content. Mm-hmm. It's available. Mm-hmm. So, so true. when I was growing up in Tembisa, and I came, uh, I had an epiphany around my life with Eman, you know? It seems like I'm in the same place. I'm an excitable guy. I've got big plans, but I don't, there's no shift. There's no movement. Mm-hmm. Then I realized that I needed to question my, my, my circle, you know, the people around me. Mm-hmm. Then I asked myself this question, that my, these people that I'm hanging around, what, mm-hmm. what do we do? Yeah. And I, and I realized that we, we were just wasting time. And I went to them and said, guys, listen, man, I believe we can become better. Mm. But the only way that we can become better is to find content books that can change the way we think about who we are mm-hmm. and can open it up to the world. And the book that set me on this path. Mm. It's a book by Napoleon Hill, Think Grow Rich, and a book by Norman Vincent Pell, the Pacific. I remember when I had this book with my brother, and my friends said, this book was a Some of my friends, they looked at me, they laughed. And friends said, hey, man, you think you should read America? These are books written by Americans. This is South Africa. Wow, I'm so sorry. I decided myself in this content. I think that I've learned. It took me immediately, but it took me up. And it took me up. When things started to come, it took me up. I realized the experience because there are so many reasons in those books that are blocked here. And I did one of the books that opened that I became a copy of the reader. I just was looking for knowledge anywhere that day. This is how I can say, I you know, I'm still a lifelong to stop learning, you know. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that. young people, young people are not willing to learn. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be done overnight. You know, you know, my point is more. It was wrong. For two particular things that to open one was exclusive books yes. and one was the news paper. Yes. It's not exclusive books closed down. Mm-hmm. And that news paper became the most popular. So what does it mean? Too much food daily entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Until you learn to develop money, you will stay poor. Billy, we're about to close the conversation, but you have the opportunity now to chat. Um, to a young person that is living and thinking you, you say that sometimes we don't want to be teachable and the onus is on the teacher that is, you know, that, you know, in the right chance now to speak to us as learners. What would you to us as a people? I will say to you, your mind is a content which is transmissional. Engaging the content, you can create a cycle of people that are, have a vision, a vision to begin to build what I call cognitive practice. So, I want to be an architect, a community of 
people aspire to become kids. want to become entrepreneurs. And by the way, he's the first author of the internet. We expect organizations to become directors, better managers, officials, and whatever the intention that your heart is telling you, contact and align yourself with the right. Actually, there is also this thing I'm right but I want to ask this question because sometimes we focus on just us, we must find the circle that's around us because we are just busy focusing only. How potent is um, the competition when you are running serving the person? Well, I think that it's a draw of new energy. So don't compare it. Yes, that's how we wrap it up. Make it time for us this morning and let's just drink from the well. It is you, your own life. here. We are grateful to have one own you on the global stage and also making time to pour back into the chat. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 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 Thank you are listening to Hope Alive, the Alpha Restoration Industries, Champion Park, South Africa.